season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. To come out. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Right. Uh, I, mean, I think we're live. This is a, it's our uh, mess. It's our Friday <laughs> Facebook Live. Thanks to our good friends at Centris. It just worked. Yeah. I'm learning. Okay, so you've had you've had issues with your Evernote syncing with your phone <laughs> since we were on the radio. Forever. Do you realize too? It'll be uh, our podcast four years in February. Jeez, that's February, crazy. February fifteenth, four years. And we're seven hundred and twenty-five episodes into season two. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like, see, there'd have to be then about a thousand episodes in season one there's 365 so we, we did it we did it in a year we did it or there's like maybe 364 we, no there's we did, there's, we did every, almost two a year and a half two years in season one didn't we i don't know if we go back and look because there should be three years or four that's four four years six nine there's got to be 1200 episodes or a thousand episodes who, or something i don't we don't know we didn't number who knows who <laughs> freaking knows um, and i forgot we're actually live oh well Hi. I'm. Uh, <laughs> I, totally I know we mentioned this earlier in the week, but this morning was the first breakfast with Benning out yes. of Hale Varsity Club with Damon Benning and Andrew Rogers, with their morning show being on 590 AM here in Omaha now. Mm. And I never eat this much in the morning. Like I just I have like egg whites. That's it. And I and I ate a you missed the best big part of the breakfast egg burrito. I'm just telling you right now. I'm so full. The breakfast burrito was so good, and of course it came with little QB fries, whatever the potatoes. I ate all those and I'm yeah. just miserably full. It was so good. I had the breakfast pizza, which was amazing. And I didn't find out till after I got the breakfast pizza that there are literal bending bites to be had. Yeah. I didn't try with one. gravy. I know. They're sausage nuggets. I know. That are they looked amazing. Every, every two every other Friday, twice a month, they do first and third. Yeah, first and third Friday of the month. And yep. then he'll have like a little bending bite every time. So it'll be his like one of his own little creation thingies. That's hilarious. Yeah. He's got the bending burger I saw too, which is a burger with a fried egg on it, mm -hmm. which looks amazing too. Mm -hmm. I think I've had that once too. Mm -hmm. That was good. And I'm just but... so full. <laughs> My belt's unbuttoned. <laughs> Didn't even know oh. that. Uh, so, okay, quick, quick. It seems like every day this week I've had a Costco story. I <laughs> I was that guy last night at Costco. We had to go to Costco to get, we were going to get a big salad. Whoops, I did that. Sorry, you go ahead. Oh, I did that. <laughs> I was scared. I'm like, what is going on? Um, we we'll always we'll get those big, they're big, huge salads. Like they're they have all the, the tomatoes and dried whatever cranberries and it's huge. It's something okay. like for our family. Anyway, and we'll pull on that all weekend. Mm -hmm. And there's chicken on it, and it's a big, huge, it's like a ten pound thing of salad. It's humongous. You know how much Little lettuce is now? Is it expensive? Yeah. I don't know. Did you see Cardi B bitching about it? No. <laughs> There was a video no, of her. No, our algorithms she, are different. I just she, already be <laughs> bitching about lettuce. She, <laughs> there's a video of her because she does, she does like, it. she's okay. Remember a couple of years ago, she came out with a video um, complaining about taxes and, and she, you know, she came to realize what, what, what is this? What, 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 what oh, am I, I what that. am I remember that? And she's yeah, like, yeah. what, this doesn't make any sense. And in very colorful language that she uses. And so this latest video, apparently she does audits of her expenses. And when she gets down to the brass tacks, she sees like every little line item. And she realized that lettuce had gone up like 500%. And she was like, okay, so I'm paying eight bucks, wherever she is, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, she's and, and in her colorful language, how much, how much are they paying in middle America? How much is the, the average family paying for this is ridiculous for lettuce and that, that she was paying. It, it actually made sense to her because she saw the difference, the increase. Well, good. She's learning. She's learning. Cardi's and, learning. And the same way with buying a dozen eggs. 
is insane. It's craziness. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah. That the, the, how much the eggs, if you have chickens, you have gold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah, you do. John Carroll has gold. He's got gold. Yes. Um, if you're, if you're making your own. <laughs> so well, anyway, go so, back to your lettuce well, story. Like once a, a couple times a month, we'll buy the big salad thing and just have salads all the time. Um, so last night, that's one of the things we went to Costco to get and we are grab the cart and we back there to get the salad and I'm picking out the one looks the best, whatever heavy. And I go to set it in the cart and it's, it's um, it like slips out of my hand and lands on it. It's lid still closed. And I'm like, Oh, Oh gosh. And I grab it, but it had the lid had loosened and I pull up the thing open salad everywhere. Salad, cherries, tomatoes, (laughs) chicken, bacon bits. The whole it's a, it was a, it's like a literally a five or seven pound deal. All over in the cart, went through the cart like it's a like a what it's a little cheese like a right a strainer yeah strainer yeah uh huh like and, you and, were you were panning for gold yes. <laughs> yeah that's exactly I was panning for cherries and Beth looked at me just mortified and I she goes I'm so embarrassed I go you're embarrassed I said I'm the one that did it and she goes we we, we gotta go go do something so she, and I didn't I panicked because you. People are there are people just roaming around Costco to help. There's a lady with samples. No, you're There's right. a guy in the bakery. Right. And so I literally just started walking in, so like literally in like a four foot just circle circles. around. Beth goes, "You're walking in circles. Just go find somebody." I was mortified, and she just she walked. She left. She the left cart. you. Good she for her. Everything. I would have done the same thing. Right when it happened. Oh my god. I'm out. She, she, did, she goes, "Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed." And I was. So I went and told the guy in the bakery. He's like, "Thank you so much." He went and got somebody. Oh my god. And I got another salad, and we got the hell out of there. They didn't make you pay for it. Mm-mm. You broke it. You buy it. Mm-mm. No, no. Oh, nope. We got out of there. It was so embarrassing. I mean, I just, I wish I would have taken a picture. She would have killed me. Oh my God. But, but uh, there looking, is back no... and, looking back and seeing the cart about 30 feet away and just salad underneath it. And every once in a while, you'd see a, a leaf fall through the cart. <laughs> like it's fall. Oh my God. It was so bad. But you don't hear announcements like clean up in aisle five. No. <laughs> no, you don't have any of that stuff. Like, you know, high mm-hmm. VP is people walking around everywhere. You can flag somebody down. Costco yeah. is just not that way. No, that's not their business model. Uh-uh. Mm. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. So that was, if you, if you were, so at she one, did wait for you in the parking lot. She waited for me in the clothes. Okay. <laughs> she, uh, right. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. That, that's awesome. So if you were at the La Vista Costco last night and you saw salad on the floor, that was your boy. Pat did it. Yeah. You know that guy. (laughs) You know that guy. Um, Okay, so I didn't so much do something embarrassing, but I got called out. Um, There's a parking spot where we work, where where our our building, there are some other businesses in our building. Mm -hmm. We're we're slowly trying to take over everything. but, (laughs) But right now there's a few hangers on. And there are a few spots, literally like five i think total that have been claimed by somebody mm-hmm. like the that's part of their deal for their right okay so there's a couple three that are right out the front door and this kind of dovetails into my other story so i hurt my leg about four months ago three or four months ago mm-hmm. playing with my dog jack um and so i tore my meniscus and so i just had surgery last week for that um so i'm the last three four months ish i've been parking as close as I can to the door, <laughs> which, you know, I just, mm. it's not like there's a ton of people that park here. Anyway, there's tons of, Mm-mm. tons of parking. It, it really, and nobody ever parks in three spots. No, <clears throat> they're not supposed to. Um, and there is a sign, a couple of signs, but one of the signs I was told by reliable sources that that company is no longer in the business or in the building. So it's probably fine if you park there and, and knowing that I'm just wanting to park there so I can like 
gimp my way into the front door and not have to walk an extra 10 feet if I can avoid mm-hmm. it. And so anyway, so that's where I was parking. And one day somebody came out that was in the office adjacent to that parking spot or the window was right there. Yeah. And he told me he didn't like me parking there because when I backed in, he thought I was just going to come right through the door, right through the window, right through the window. You're just, you're just backing in. It just looks like you're going to hit my desk. And and because he's right. Well, bottom line, he I, I was ruining his view. Well, yeah. And you're not going to you're not going to No, for Pete's sake. And so I moved over a couple of spots. So I'm not backing right into his desk. So then didn't hear anything more. And usually not here all day, except for maybe two days out of the week, two or three days. But it was like in and out. Mm-hmm. And then Christmas break came and then the surgery. And so I hadn't been here for two weeks. My plants told me that because mm-hmm. I forgot about them in my office. Oh, yeah. They're all fine. <laughs> but, They're going to make it. But anyway, so I parked in one of the spots by the sign of the businesses I was told is no longer in this building. Okay. And then I come out after like four hours that I was here and there's a, there's a note on my windshield. This was yesterday. <laughs> I'm not going to name uh, names, but Kathy. I will tell you. <laughs> I don't know. You can't see that, can you? Can you see it? No, you can't. It's green. Oh, there we go. There you can see it. So that's what it looks like. Boop, boop. Oh, yeah. See, it's long. Okay. Uh, but it basically, it starts off with, I'm assuming you are completely unaware. <laughs> like, well, you just I got like off how, on the wrong foot. I like it. And, and <laughs> so you read it that, you know, read it that way. Read it your way. How? And then, and then let's read it. Hey, like, I'm assuming you're just unaware that this, but instead of. I'm assuming uh-huh. you are completely unaware. Yeah. Who would write that in a nice voice? Nobody. I'm assuming you're completely unaware. No, that's still. It's very passive aggressive. Thank you. Um, about the parking spaces, blah, 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 leased, blah, blah, blah. And the other one's leased by blah, blah, blah. So please kindly do not park in this space. Please contact. What is it? Please kindly do not park in this space. Please kindly. Is, that, is she asking you or whoever asking you to kindly not park? There'd be nice and not or park there. Saying, she, I'm asking you kindly. Please kindly. Like she's trying to emphasize she's being kind. Okay. I don't know. Uh, and you can talk to so-and-so if you have any questions. Thanks. I'm saying passive aggressive is right. Mm-hmm. For sure. Passive aggressive. If there was yeah. it's truly, if that, you know, if that's a problem to me, the correct move was just to call our main number mm-hmm. and say, Hey, can I talk to the business office? There's some people, you know, they've been parking in our spaces. Um, and I don't think they know that we have those. And if you can just ask them not to park there, that'd be great. It's super easy. And then this little email says, hey, y'all, quit parking in their spaces. Okay, thanks. Yeah. No, that, and that, the length of that letter took that person a long time to write that letter. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you haven't been here for a couple of weeks. That might have been sitting on their desk just waiting for you <laughs> to kindly be parking in that it's spot like, again. Oh, guys, she parked She's there. She's here. She's here. Move, 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 move. <laughs> so, so I parked in the... One of the um, Woody, I don't even know what to call them anymore because I'm afraid I'm going to be offensive. The, with the universal handicap symbol. It's a handicap sign. It's what, it, yeah, it's, I mean, it's. We have several of them. Nobody ever parks in them. Never. So I parked in one. So we'll see if there's a sign. <laughs> there's it wouldn't surprise me door. if that person, if whoever wrote that is, has it out for you, then they're, if they see you. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. Maybe, you know what? I could get a temporary one. You that, should. That is something I can do with my. While I'm going through, because they said four to six weeks for the recovery. You should get a temporary one. Um, and I got a really good reference for PT. So I'm going to get on that so I can get that started because I have in- immense difficulty getting in for physical therapy at the place where I was suggested to go. Mm-hmm. 
and felt like I was really an imposition. So I'm going to go somewhere else. And yeah, before that knee locks up, you better start getting some <laughs> PT going. I I've been doing my own at home. I was doing my online research, trying to find some good exercise. Because that's the best place to find medical stuff is you, online. Oh, because I went to I went to other orthopedic places and asked the most common and most effective exercises for this kind of recovery. And so that's what I've been doing. Okay. So far, so good. All right. Yeah. CT is so. super fun. Oh my God. Let's, let's throw some good mornings out here real quick because okay. we've got to say some hellos. Um, who else do we have? We've got Aspen and Denise and Rhonda and Nikki. And Nikki, you're right about, about Cardi B when she sees the eggs. No kidding. And Amanda, good morning also. Good morning, guys. Um, great to have you all along with us. And please feel free to drop in and let us know you're there. A uh, couple of stories that I was trying to, when I was talking about sinking at the top, mm-hmm. <clears throat> my Evernote never sinks. It just never does. And it finally just did. Because you push sync. I don't know. I finally found the right button so I, I could find my stories and pull them together. But two stories that I wanted to grab a hold of, and one in particular just came over this morning, was um, that story about DeMar Hamlin, mm-hmm. right, from the Buffalo Bills. Right. And knowing that he is on the road to recovery. Um, but they said he still has mobility issues right now. and They're still waiting to advance that. And I think he was still in a breathing tube and he was able to write down things. But he was awake and he had been medicated into sleep. So it wasn't like he hadn't, re- he hadn't regained consciousness. Yeah. Um, but the, the, you heard about the question, you know, did we win? Yeah. Okay. Which, yeah. Which is, cool. which is great. So now they said that Monday's game. Okay. I'm just going to read this real quick. This is from ESPN. Um, that Monday's game, they are not going to continue it. They're canceling it. Um, they announced the decision to cancel the game. The NFL cited three things. They said the outcome, the outcome would have no bearing on which teams qualified for postseason. Um, the playing the game would have altered the playoffs scheduled for the remaining teams and not playing the game would allow all the clubs to know postseason possibilities before the week of 18. And um, the seven, three was the score. It was, they were still in the first quarter. Um, so it doesn't really affect anything by just not playing the game. Hmm, crazy. I mean, you're, and that makes sense. I mean, why get everybody back together, get them back, get all the fans back in there, do whatever for something that doesn't really matter, which would be a, a mess, An, a total mess to try to do. So that has been decided because some people were wondering if they were going to be able to, how, how you do it. Do you start over? Do you yeah. start with three quarters? You know, how do you. That, I know that in baseball, there's a certain number of innings that are played that if it's a rain out or whatever, that it can be con- considered a complete game, which I don't know. I don't remember what that is now. So I wonder if football has the same. If you play to halftime or whatever and it gets it canceled, would been, it would have been a final score. That could be too. But yeah, they're they're just basically not even considering this. So it's like it didn't happen. Yeah. Um, so nobody has to concern themselves with trying to squeeze it back in, um, which is probably the best decision. Mm-hmm. And just be done with it. And I'm glad they announced it so everybody can kind of take a breath, <sighs> skip a beat, and just like, okay, let's get back yeah. into the rhythm of things, right? Crazy. Um, the other story that I kind of, I guess I've been following it to a degree, but things have started getting really weird is the Idaho murder story. Oh, my gosh. So weird. Um <sighs> I mean, it was weird. It, it, I had a feeling it was going to start getting really weird when you found out who it was they arrested and what he was studying. And, and um, yeah, the, the, it was just creepy. It, it was like a, an episode of Criminal Minds was what it felt like. It was. He was studying criminology, uh, criminal justice. Um, he was, what, 28 years old, mm-hmm. Ph.D. student. Um, and and, I, and I, at the very beginning, right after they arrested him, I remember hearing that he was working either working on a project or had recently worked on a project to 
um, do the research or whatever, try to figure out what the mind of a, a serial killer or somebody who's committing murder, what's right. going through their mind at the time they're committing murder. Right. He he literally put oh, so a, weird, uh, kind of like a Quora on Reddit. He was he was looking for people without saying any 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 murderers out there. I want to take part of my survey. Uh, you know, that are, that have paid your, paid your time or paid your dues, you know, whatever you, you've gone to jail or whatever, but you want to tell, you know, kind of so do weird. anonymously take part in his, his, yeah, I don't know, research anonymously. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. and, and talk about this. Um, but they said that his DNA was actually found and that, that was a big part of it is because they, and I did find the, they had a huge document that was released that had all of the counts in it, had all of the evidence, this affidavit that was put out. And it's pretty lengthy. And they have a link to it, a Google Docs link to it online that you can go to it and you can read through all the stuff that they had collected that they hadn't told anybody, which is kind of interesting that they were able to keep it quiet for so mm-hmm. long. Because everybody was, of course, comparing them immediately. They're a small town dealing with a homicide. Yeah. John Benet Ramsey gets brought into the, the conversation uh, as a Keystone cop. So they're going to screw it up, but they were able to keep everything, keep a lid on it and do their investigation. And they, they brought in the right other elements to help them complete it. And they did find DNA and it was the knife's sheath that, the, that he would carry the knife in, but they found it. And it had, as it turned out, it was blood. And then that blood matched the DNA of his dad it was how they compared it. And so that pointed Man. to him to give that solid link. But yeah, there's so much. I mean, the, the the weeks leading up to the murders, what he was doing, and and that he night he was stalking them, stalking them, yeah. And the and um the night of the murders, when somebody, one of the, the survivors, had said they thought they heard someone in the house, somebody in the house. It was when the murders were being committed. Walks out of a room and supposedly comes face to face with him. Goes back in her room and locks the door. This is this is the weird part because she's the only one that survived this. I thought mm-hmm. two people did, and I thought they were in the basement. And now come to find out she's on the second floor because this person entered, he entered through the sliding glass doors on the second floor and walked by her when he was leaving. And she was, and, and I didn't see that she had made eye contact with him. She had seen I, him. I don't know if it was like she had seen. I yeah. heard that she was like, like the way I understood it, but mm-hmm. it could be because I mean, who knows? But she was there and she saw a person dressed in black walk by her. And she just kind of so maybe that that would make more sense as to why he would leave someone else that uh, he didn't see her. Yeah, yeah, that would make more sense. And then went back in her room, locked the door, called a friend, didn't call nine one one, which is the one of the thing that's been called into question is if she was part of this because apparently there's a connection between him and one of the girl's dads. Is that why he picked them? Don't know yet. Don't know yet. I'm just, I'm like I'm a Reddit thread. I found a Reddit thread that, oh, God help you. Those are, those are worse than Twitter threads. Cause that, that is just like crazy town. <laughs> but somebody brought up a couple of good things is, that I didn't realize is another thing was that the police didn't show up until hours later. And it was after some people came over to the house and that's when they discovered the dead bodies. So the, the roommate or whatever didn't think to go to her other, her friend's rooms. Exactly. That she didn't call the police. You think maybe she thought that person, well, no, because she locked the door. If she, she thought locked, there was a friend of one of their roommates, she wouldn't have locked the door. Right? Yeah, that's that strange. She didn't immediately, once that person left, A, she didn't call the police, and B, and or B, she didn't go check on everybody else yeah. and say, hey. Well, if I was in a situation like that and I had roommates, not maybe necessarily knowing if they had guests in the house or whatever, I don't think I would default to instantly calling the police, but I would have right away gone and asked my hey who was just in who here just, guys who just walked out the door right 
or yeah, at least that. At least that. I would. So I wouldn't have just stayed in my roommate or called a friend and said, "Oh my gosh, somebody strange." Some weirdo. Just I would. By. I would assume that one of my roommates had a guest over or whatever, right? Unless he had a black mask on or something. That and see, Ski one mask. of the stories I saw said that he did, but another one didn't reference it either way. Um, but and you're right because you know sometimes people live together in college and they don't all know each other. They're not necessarily yeah. friends, so she may not necessarily be friends with them. Maybe she rented a room. Um, and so it wasn't like she knew the comings and goings of everybody in the house, mm -hmm. um, which could make sense, but I'm still leaning back into the whole thing of, I heard there were two survivors in the basement, which made total sense to me. And then when I heard it was, she was on the second floor and he walked by her and I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. That's weird. That's where, and how does that he know good. his way around the house? That's, that's another, that's what I, I'd asked Beth last night and about like the stroke of luck on his part, um, that he got into the house and they were all in their individual rooms. They weren't sitting watching a movie or something. And she, and she's like, yeah, well, you know, his, his phone had showed that it pinged like 12 times in the previous weeks around their house. So he may have known, okay, they go to bed at this time or at one in the morning, they're all usually in their own rooms or whatever. He may have yeah. known a lot more than we thought. Here's the other thing. I think too. he looked at Zillow too. It was at four in the morning, four in the morning. Also, okay. it's sometimes people are up at four weirdo. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> yeah, definitely not on the, uh, the back end of the night. It's usually waking up too early. Right. Yeah. Second thing is, here's another part of that story. It said she saw the man and heard crying at 4 a.m. Why wasn't 911 called? Until, why, and they were not called until 11 a.m. And that's when somebody came over and it wasn't until noonish that the police got there and they discovered what? all the bodies. That doesn't make any sense. Why that they wouldn't have. Right. Friends. None of none of the other ones like, oh, hey, guys, I saw some weirdo walking around the halls or ask who it was or something. That's so it was strange. her friends that came over. I'm not really sure what that deal was. But yeah, a lot of this is just. But unfortunately, there's a gag order on everybody involved. So we're not going to hear anything until the, this thing goes to trial. I know. I know. But this it's kind of interesting what they have had, what what has come out so far. And especially the stuff that was in the document that came out about him. And, and you're right. Also, the traveling across the country with his dad. Mm hmm. And the, the body cam footage, which, by the way, thank you for bringing that up. Let me see. Somebody just throw that up there. I was going to say, da, I didn't da, da. say anything about it. Uh, Christina. Oh, you did. Thanks, Christina. <laughs> Christina said, I saw the body cam footage of him being pulled over between the murders and the arrest. Mm -hmm. And he just got these big, scary eyes and gave her chills. So he was pulled over two times. Now they're saying that that was uh, premeditated, that, that the police, that was intentional. It was like they were gathering information because they knew about the Elantra. So they they had a feeling they knew it was him, right? Yeah, it was it was like some really good. That's a really gut, good, like like gut feeling police work because they saw the cameras. They had seen a car go by. One one officer, local officer, had suggested that to me would appear that they're heading to blah, you know, and so let's go that way, and then and then finding all the Elantras in the area because it was an older one, and and then narrowing it down, and then finding him. And then there's another yeah. story that just came out. God, I've got so much stuff on this. That is great I police can, work. It really is. Mm. It really, I mean, they, they did do a, a really great job. There's another one about the murders that they were talking about. What a tough thing to do, to be a detective on a case like, not even this, but a case where you can't and shouldn't tell all the information and then you, that, it appear it makes it appear that you're not doing your job or you're incompetent and you can't defend yourself and you are getting, you know, attacked, attacked for, you know, incompetent police work, but really you're doing genius stuff behind the scenes. Yeah. That'd be rough. It'd be hard. Yeah. It'd be hard. Um, they said that some other stuff that came out about this event about him 
being seen several times. Uh, roommates, there it is. Let me see here if I can pull this up. Um, roommates of the victim saw the suspect. They'd, they'd seen him before. He'd also been seen. See, this is this can made, made me think of you because they they saw him several times wearing plastic gloves or <laughs> in weird in weird circumstances. I'm like, okay, so don't be judgy because sometimes that's right, just sometimes you know. people just roll with. It. They don't want to wash their hands. They don't want their fingers to smell like chicken. So if somebody saw you walking back from the curb and you got your plastic glove on because you just put the trash on the curb, but they didn't see you do that, right? They're not they're they're not going to default to saying uh, I, I bet, bet he, he killed Beth. No, you think it's yeah. like the drive? Well, I saw Pat that one yeah. day. He was walking up his driveway with a he had a he had a latex glove on. <laughs> I mean, who wears latex that, gloves uh, in the driveway? This guy who doesn't want stinky fingers. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, following along then that because it is, it's weird. Yeah, it is super weird. It's weird on a lot of um, levels. Yeah. And I'm I'm sitting here constantly refreshing my <laughs> Twitter feed, trending to see because Jen Shaw is getting sentenced right now. She was supposed to be uh, sentenced yesterday or. I thought it was yesterday. It's today. I don't know if it got moved or, or what, but it's 10 yeah. o'clock Eastern, which would be any time now that, you know, they move slow You're in court. There, I literally refresh. re- refreshing my Twitter. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. There's another one. Christina talking about him getting pulled over. She says, does anyone really get pulled over for tailgating? <clears throat> they yeah. were totally gathering information on him. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a very good point because mm-hmm. that's what he, he said. Well, you were just following really closely behind and he was on the dad's side, on the passenger side. And then he starts saying something about, you know, where are you guys heading? Where are you coming from? And the, and the dad was offering up information. And that's when the bug eyes came out from, yeah. a, as a driver. And he looks around at the police officer, like looking at his dad, like, shut up. Oh. <laughs> See, I haven't seen any of those yeah. videos. I'll have, to, I'll have to scroll for those. Yeah. I've not seen those videos yet. So yay on the cops. Yay on the cops. Definitely. The judges enter the courtroom. Oh, my God. Are we going to get play by play? I don't know. I don't think we'll have time. I, but I, cause he, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And there's, there's like the inner city press, which some, I don't know. It's the press from the inner city and it's a verified account. That doesn't mean anything anymore, but saying that, that the, for eight bucks. what the judge has been saying is like, it, it gives the vibe off that he's going to throw the book at her. So we'll see. Oh my goodness. She's not Shaw amazing anymore. Oh, wow. Yeah. So and we'll on see. that note, Whew. well, thank you guys for watching, <laughs> listening um, to our podcast. Thanks again for to Ascentris for the support all 2023. Um, every Friday we're live. Great review. And you can subscribe to our podcast. How's that change? What's that? <laughs> what? Huh? What? Pat and JT Podcast. A Huda Media Production.